everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Brazilian Point of View. My name is Ana, and I'm here to tell you the real truth about Brazil. So first of all, I just wanted to say how good it is to edit an episode with, like, that I recorded with this microphone, just because the sound is so amazing. <laughs> I'm so happy that I made this purchase, and I hope that you are liking this sound as well, much better than the other one, which honestly it is. It's fine. And second of all, I loved this episode so much. Like for I think half of it, I 100% completely forgot that I was recording a podcast episode when I was talking to Lizbeth because we had such a great conversation about real bodies and just seeing Instagram models and Photoshop on Instagram. And honestly, it was such a good conversation. And then we talk about her bikini brand and then her bikini brand on TikTok and the comments of some people. And it's honestly such a good conversation. I am really happy that I was able to record this episode with her. And I hope that you guys enjoy it as well. But before we get to that, please make sure to follow, subscribe, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. It would help me so much. And please share with anyone you think might like this episode as well. So without further ado, let's get to it. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And be sure to add our podcast in the how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. Hello, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast. I am very happy to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. So for starters, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, so my name is Lizbeth. I am the owner and the CEO and kind of the one-man show behind Lily's Bikinis. Um, so I, like, as we were talking right now, um, I met you like through TikTok because you post about your brand and your bikinis that are so awesome. And I actually, the first TikTok that I saw from you was one um, on tips on feeling good about yourself and getting more confident on your body, which is so cool because that's, I feel like, what's your brand about? So mm -hmm. what are like some tips that you would personally give to someone who is kind of feeling down? And right now that is summer on the north hemisphere that mm -hmm. is kind of not feeling like it's ha like the person has the perfect body for the summer and seeing everyone hot girl summer and just like not feeling it right um I would say that every single person that is born with any type of body is blessed you were chosen to be on this planet you were one of the lucky souls I don't know how you know, spiritual, like what your spiritual beliefs are, but you were one of the lucky souls that were gifted with the body. So it doesn't matter what type of body you have or what your body looks like. Having a body in itself is such a major blessing. And a lot of times we want what we don't have. I'm skinny. I want to be curvy. Curvy girls want to be skinny. And so you always have to keep that in mind. And 
I just really lead by the idea that I've always said, and one of the mottos within Lily's Bikinis is that women are like flowers. And by that, I mean that there, we have a sunflower and we have a tulip and we have roses and someone prefers roses and someone prefers tulips and someone prefers sunflowers, but all of them are beautiful each in their own unique way. And I would never compare or say one is more beautiful than the other. So don't be let down if someone turns their face to you and doesn't like what they see. That's unfortunately the world that we live in, but it doesn't diminish who you are. Other people's opinions shouldn't diminish who you are. Your flower, your tulip, your sunflower, whatever you want to identify as, you're going to be somebody's favorite out there. So just find the beauty in your individuality and let that shine. Oh, that's really beautiful. And I think that like, it's so specific about timing. Like for me, the like ideal body these days is so unattainable. How the hell am I supposed to be like super skinny, have like abs, but then have like a big butt and like have big breasts? Like for me, this is unattainable. You need to have like plastic surgery to get there. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's plastic surgery. Surgery is the only way to achieve the unattainable beauty standards of today and what really stinks is that we do have a lot of Instagram models that have what seems like the unattainable body type but they are very um, they do not disclose whatsoever and there's great doctors out there I mean if you want to get plastic surgery good for you I don't have any problem with that you do whatever makes you happy um, but disguising the fact that you have plastic surgery and selling your body image and selling products with your body image saying that this is what helped me get this body when we you know it's damaging to a lot of young women and that's very very scary to me and so all of those are topics that I would like to integrate into my business as I grow um, because the internet can be a very scary place in a lot of ways it's a very beautiful place and it brings a lot of opportunities but it can be scary too and put a lot of pressure on you <laughs> yeah it's funny because you said that and I just remember that we have this Brazilian influencer here that she got super skinny like so fast and she made like this huge change and everyone was like oh my god what'd you do like what happened and then she told everyone that she just um, had food from the earth and just like nurtured her body and everything but then I don't even know what happened if just came out or if she admitted it I don't know what happened but yeah she she's been through plastic surgery she admitted it then later you know like you, you simply cannot even trust like for example Kylie Jenner you see her body but like she's posing for pictures in their photoshop and then when you see those Instagrams, like comparing what you see on Instagram and what it's the reality because of paparazzi pictures, she doesn't even look like herself. I actually watch a lot of those. I mean, not a lot, but if I ever see one pop up on my timeline or on my YouTube timeline, I actually take the time to watch it because I think it is very, very important for us as, you know, regular people to remind ourselves that these people don't even look like themselves in real life. And I actually liked the, I like the Kardashians because I, I, 
they are such strong women. And I do love the family aspect of what they do. They really do stick together and um, you don't hear them bad mouthing each other in public, despite people trying to get them to, you know, go against each other, pin them against each other. But when I saw the last episode or like the reunion for the keeping up with the Kardashians and Kim Kardashian was straight up asked, like, do you think you're setting an un- realistic standard for beauty and her answer was simply no like my respect for her in that moment just dove so far down it really broke my heart to hear her say that to be honest I would have expected so much more from her because I do think she's an intelligent woman I think all of them are intelligent but for her to have said that was just like come on you had such a good opportunity to really face something that you know is damaging to a lot of women but you're just going to continue to go about your go about your um narrative I guess and it's all about you and your beauty and what you can promote and not about she had a she had an opportunity to change people's perspective you know for the better and she made it about herself and that's unfortunate yeah what I'm not 100% a fan of them is because exactly like that they promote this type of body that not even they have like the whole when the whole time when um I think was the Kardashians grandma she posted that picture of Chloe and then I don't know suddenly she was suing everyone who was reposting that picture like what like what the hell and she was looking great honestly like because you actually have to work out and eat so well to have that body it was an amazing body and then you see like I see at least on TikTok like all the time like Kendall posts the, the video and picture of herself in like a photo shoot and then tiktokers just come and be like okay this is edited because you see like here and you know it's just very unattainable and it's actually very sad that they promote this because it's not realistic whatsoever it is absolutely and i think that there will be a fall in i think that tiktok is a good platform that brings a lot of reality to a lot of um like hollywood narratives not just body image specifically but just a wide range of them and I think that through TikTok and a lot of other platforms that are going to continue to develop over the next 20 to 100 years um, people will begin to turn their back to those standards of beauty and will begin to um, put their money behind businesses and brands that want to feature real more real women and um, you know the underdogs of the industry as well so that that's what I hope I feel like a lot of people continue to give their money to the Kardashians which I admire them because they were the original Kim specifically was one of the original people that tokenized herself as a personality and like now we have all these influencers right but before it was like Kim and Paris Hilton and it was very a select few people in the industry that were, could put their face to any product and just make it sell. But now, um, thanks to the internet, that um, industry has really broadened, thank God. And I think it will continue to be broader and broader. And I'm really excited for that. And I hope that I can be a part of bringing, shedding more light into that. And even myself, I'm not 
I don't have any type of plastic surgery or any Botox or any lip injections. I don't, I'm, I'm completely natural. I don't even, I don't have the money for that realistically, but, um, and I, I like myself the way that I am. I've always, I always have, but, um, I don't even want to be a part of like what my brand looks like. I want it to be other women because I know women, a lot of women look at me and I do have what women say is like, you know, societally accepted body type. You know, even though I do think that all women, no matter your shape or size has been victimized by body image standards, but I don't, I don't want to be a part of it. I want it to be other, even more realistic. I know that a size two woman is not the average woman. So yeah. Yeah. And just like you said, I think TikTok specifically, it's such an important part because I think TikTok is so absolutely real. Mm -hmm. It's not about what's supposed to be like Instagram. It's like what it is. And then people are so real there and people that usually wouldn't be so popular like on Instagram, for example, right. they are like super popular on TikTok. Yeah. So I love that yeah. as well. And for, for me, like at least I've seen that it, it has brought um, this whole concept of just feeling good about yourself and not even caring about what other people think. And I think that there's this sense of community on TikTok for that. And then you see like TikToks, oh, hot girl summer. And then people go there and just like eat salads for I don't even know how long. Like I seriously hit a hamburger or something right be happy and just work out like two hours a day but and then you see other tiktoks they're like hot girl summer just honestly take care of yourself be happy and then you'll feel happy and you'll feel amazing and be amazing right so i like obviously your tiktoks are on the second category so (laughs) What would you say is the hot girl summer concept for you? Oh, for me, it is all about spirituality. I mean, I feel like spirituality is the root of being the it girl that all of these TikTok influencers want to portray. You know what I mean? I They say like, even the working out, the eating salads, a lot of them, they do those things to be aesthetically appealing. But in reality, all of those things should stem from more of a spiritual place of spiritual place of honoring your body, taking care of your body, being thankful for your body, no matter what it looks like or what you do on a day to day. Um, I wouldn't say eat the salad. I would say balanced foods. I'm not about you know, eat salads exclusively. I'm about eating balanced meals and treating yourself when you know that, you know, you want to, and you can afford it. So why not indulge a little bit here and there? Um, But I would say that hot girl summer is truly about connecting with the part of yourself that tells you, you need to, you need to be good to yourself. You deserve better. Um, Treat yourself well and begin doing research to find what treating yourself well feels good to you, what tactics feel good to you to treat yourself well with, and expanding your consciousness, I would say. Definitely pursuing your dreams, pursuing who you wanna be, and trying every day to be that person and not get down on yourself on the days that you fail to be that person. 
So about your business, how was the decision-making process of creating your own bikinis? Um, like originally for the start of the business or yeah. this, this collection. So the, the start. start of the start of the business was, um, I have always really liked flattering swimwear and I've never had a problem with investing in good swimwear. And a lot of people are like, Oh, why would you pay so much money for swimwear? Well, to me personally, I would, I just always say that if you're going to be half naked out in public, at least make sure that you're feeling like your body is being portrayed as true and as best as it possibly can be. And inexpensive swimwear doesn't, doesn't always, majority of the time, it doesn't do that for you. It cuts in in the wrong places. The shapes are just not right for the, the woman's body. Um, and they don't last very long either. They're usually out of trend. And then on top of that, I liked high-end swimwear, but all the high-end swimwear brands were just in solid colors. Back then, when I started Lily's Bikinis like five years ago, it was always like nude, solid color red, solid colored black, you know, solid white. And I was like, well, if I'm going to spend money on a good bikini, I want it to make me stand out. I want it to look different than everybody else's. So I just started making my own swimwear for a spring break trip. And then my, I had extra fabric and my girlfriends were like, Hey, can you make us some with your extra fabric? We really liked him. I got a lot of compliments on that trip. And so from there, I decided I want to start making somewhere. And I changed my degree from biology to business without telling my family, because my family's from Cuba and they didn't want me to be a business owner. They wanted me to go to medical school. So I told them I was going to school for biology, but I was actually going to school for marine biology. But I told them, oh, I'm going to go to school for biology and then I'm going to go to medical school after that. That was a lie from the beginning. Um, but I've always loved the ocean. I've always wanted to own a business and they were against it. So I felt like combining swimwear with a business was an opportunity for me to be by the ocean um, if, you know, God willing, I get to where I want to be as well as be a business owner, which has always been a lifelong dream of mine. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, exactly. Like when you said in the beginning, I think my sister, she invests her money so much in swimwear, which usually I don't do. But then I was thinking yesterday, like I honestly do not have a swimsuit that I actually love. Like I simply do not have it. So I think yeah. like I've never thought before of how important swimwear is actually yeah. because that's what you said. Like you're going to be kind of like half naked. So you might right. as well look great. Right. Exactly. And even for me, like I don't have a very unique body type. I'm pretty petite all over, but it just always has been important to me to um, feel like I look the best that my body can look. I hear a lot of women say like, oh, I feel like I look so hot in underwear and the bra. But then when I put on my swimwear, I don't feel like I look sexy. And I'm like, that is not the way it should be at all. Like you are about to go out in public. You need to be looking, you need to be feeling like you're looking your very, very best. So I hope that I can continue to make swimwear that makes women feel even hotter than they do in their bra and their underwear and swimwear face the world looking as best as as your body can look Hopefully. so how did you come up with the name lily's bikinis the name lily's bikinis i mean obviously it was inspired by my name a part of it i mean i found the name lily's bikinis to be very me because 
when I say lilies, I talk about the water lily flower. And a lot of people don't know this, but the water lily flowers roots, actually, it begins to grow underneath the water in the mud of the water. And over time, the flower grows through the water, and then it emerges at the top of the water, a beautiful flower. And so across a bunch of different types of spiritualities, like Buddhism and Hinduism, the lotus flower or the lily flower has a lot of spiritual significance. It signifies like rebirth, purity, enlightenment, things like that. And so I felt that that strongly correlated with the message that I wanted to intertwine with my business. And, you know, it also tied to my name and I felt like it just sounded nice. Lily's bikinis is something that I feel like people can remember. So to me, it just felt very right to go with the name Lily's bikinis. And um, I think it'll stick. I'm, I'm happy with it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty remarkable. Like it's so specific and it, it honestly like, it matches very well, like Lily's bikinis. I don't know. It just makes sense. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I hope everybody knows the name someday. But yeah, I think it's when I started started the business and I was telling people about it, they were like, that actually sounds like a legit company. And I was like, yeah, it does, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was nice to get approval. <laughs> so how is your brand eco-friendly? multiple ways. Um, I mean, sustainable and eco-friendly are similar in a, in a sense, but um, a lot of a lot of businesses want to slap the name eco-friendly on it for a variety of reasons. When in reality, I feel like the term eco-friendly is used very loosely. Um, and I could dive into that for hours, but Lily's Bikini specifically is eco-friendly because the fashion industry is one of the major polluters, like the top three polluters of the planet. And the reason for that is, isn't because of the textiles that we're using or the, the fabrics that we're using, it's because of the dyeing process of the fabrics. So it takes about 2,800, 2,800 liters of water to dye five yards of fabric. So that's fresh water. So when a swimwear designer tells you that her fabric is made in Bali or her swimwear is made in Bali and that it's eco-friendly because it's made from fabric that's made from recycled water bottles. That's wonderful. It's wonderful to use fabric that's made from recycled water bottles. I'm not going to take anything away from that. But the reality is, is that one of the biggest polluters is the fact that we're using up all the fresh water in Bali and the rivers are turning purple and red and people are going without drinking water. So Lily's Bikinis, what we do is we use a unique fabric dyeing process, which is not even a fabric dyeing process, it's a fabric printing process. And so for to print the same amount of fabric, five yards of fabric, we use about two thimbles of water, which is like literally this, this much water for the same amount of fabric that it takes 2,800 liters of water to produce the traditional way. So that's the number one way. Other than that, sustainability goes down to you know, we don't do factories. We are a team of three women and two women work on making them. I cut them out personally. They're hand making them. These women are paid a wonderful living wage. Um, and that's a lot more sustainable than paying children to make your swimwear in China or Bali or some something along those lines. So 
that's just a couple ways. And we reuse the scrap fabrics to make scrunchies and we sell those or we give those out for free with orders, of course. Yeah, I love that. And I love when you see a business that is for women made by women 100%. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a growing thing. And I'm actually going to make a TikTok video about it tomorrow because there are a lot of new swimwear companies on the scene right now. And I don't mean to sound like a hater or anything, but a lot of these swimwear companies are, are really honestly getting their swimwear manufactured in China or Bali, where I've gotten emails from these manufacturers in China, and they're offering me to make my swimwear for $5 per item. So like literally paying them $5 to make one swimsuit top. And I want people to be more aware of that because a lot of people are tokenizing on being able to make a product in China. And then they're still trying to sell their product for 60, 70, $80, like other swimwear brands. And that's just not right because that person really just started a business just to become rich off of the business. At the end of the day, there's no ethics or morals with doing something like that. They want to have a brand where they can go and take pretty pictures in Bali and be like, Hey, look, my brand is so successful. I'm taking pictures in Bali. Yeah, it's really successful when you're using, it's a lot easier to be successful when you're using child labor and you're paying $5 per item and you're charging $72. At what cost, right? Like just for profit. And like, what is the world these days, honestly? Exactly. And I don't have a problem with that. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. But I just want women to be aware that there are people in the industry and not just the swimwear industry, but across all industries where that is their narrative. Their narrative is get rich, make trendy products, invest a lot in the advertising and how the brand looks rather than in the actual product itself. And so if you're not doing any research on where your product is actually being made, you're likely paying for the branding, the marketing, the influencers, the trips to Bali to take pretty pictures on the beach and not a good quality product itself. You know what I mean? So that's, That's something that I want women to be more aware of, because even I was shocked when I was getting these emails telling me that they would only charge me $5 per item to make a swimsuit. Like I was shocked. Yeah, I simply cannot stress about this enough. Like how many things during this pandemic that I bought, like um, clothing, Mm -hmm. like clothes, like we're talking about um, and honestly like in pictures they looked amazing and I was like oh my god I'm gonna purchase this item it's gonna be like it's gonna be an investment like a colloquial like it's gonna be worth it because it's so pretty and then it's a small business and everything and then it came to my house and it's like what's happening like I I can't do anything like I'm not crafty, you know, but I could do that like so bad it was. And I was like shocked, honestly, with the quality, because I think this is something that is very underlooked, I guess, when people start like selling so much, they'd be like, oh, I already have the clients that I need. So I'm not going to put so much effort into it anymore. Right. Absolutely. Or a lot of people in business know that it really is just about the marketing, you know what I mean? How you advertise the business. So if you're, I mean, you can make 
the swimsuits that you sell and send to a customer, they're probably crap, but the one that you're going to put on an influencer is not going to look the same. You know, the one that you use for your photo shoot, you're going to make sure is not going to look the same. And what tipped me off about that was like this one specific brand that I'm not going to name that like titles itself as like so-and-so's everyone's favorite swimwear brand. And then I go look at the reviews and they were like, just every single person was saying, oh, it's horrible quality, like horrible quality, horrible quality in the reviews. And I was kind of shocked that, you know, that was happening and that these people were selling their swimwear for $72 a piece. And it kind of just makes me step back and I'm not threatened by it whatsoever, because I know at the end of the day, people are going to continue to turn their back to businesses like that. And they're going to support businesses that are truly about ethics and quality more and more over time. So um, I hope I don't come off as a hater whatsoever. I just want people to be aware that, you know, invest your money. I'm all about small business, but invest your money in people that actually care about you too. You know what I mean? That aren't just interested in charging 10 times what it costs them to make the product so that they could go take pictures in Bali. If your brand isn't, if you're thinking about investing into a brand and the brand isn't disclosing how the product is made or where it's made, be very cautious about what you're purchasing. Look for reviews. You know what I mean? And even with reviews, be very, um, take reviews with a grain of salt, you know, if they're not disclosing the realities of how their product is made. Yeah. And don't super trust on influencers because they're obviously going to get like the best pieces ever. And they're not going to get like a piece that it's obviously like really, I don't know, it's really crappy. Like I already got mine once. Like I got, I got to know this store from this influencer on TikTok and I was like oh my god like these pieces are so great like they're so pretty then I bought like I bought this skirt for like 90 bucks and then it came home and I I honestly couldn't believe I showed my mom and my sister and they were like are you serious it was like super shocking I think I even like took pictures of it and sent to my friends because I thought that I was hallucinating or something that was so like so sad <laughs> that's so not fair that's not yeah. right at all and that's what I want people to be aware of is like there's a lot of influencers that have a couple of ten thousand dollars laying about around and they're like yeah I'll just go make this product in China I'll be able to invest in a good photo shoot and there I have a brand and it's like no that that's not and it sucks because I want to say influencers will do anything for money a lot of them will but at the at the same time like these influencers are probably getting influencers are probably getting a lot better quality product than what they're actually sending to their customers when it comes to fashion products specifically you know what I mean I could make a really crappy quality product to send to my customer and I know that I'm going to send something to for example Spencer Barbosa um, and I'm going to make sure that that, well, that that one is top of the line so that she has great things to say about it. And some brands do that as well. And that's unfortunate. I know that Fashion Nova does that for sure. Like I've heard it so many times that Fashion Nova does it. They send their influencers great quality products and everybody else gets pretty crappy quality. I mean, I just know that over time, 
people are going to begin to recognize that and people are going to want to invest in the people that want to start a good business, a small business with ethics. Um, So I'm just continuing to do my own thing, ride my own wave. And I'm certain that over time, it'll all come, come together for me. (laughs) So how do you respond to people that complain or just ask on, why the size range of your brand doesn't go to from petite to XL? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, and I, I'm happy to answer this question. Thank you for asking it. <laughs> I, when people genuinely ask me, I will genuinely tell them, I just, it's not within my budget. That's just the reality of it. Um, I don't offer more than three size ranges right now because it is very standard when you start an ethical business, not a business where you go to China and like they even send you, they even have the molds for what the product is going to look like and you just pick what fabric you want to put on it. So it doesn't cost you anything extra to make XXXL or anything like that. A lot of people even just buy fashion items from Alibaba and buy it in bulk and it's very inexpensive and you can get up to sizes 3x but when you start a small fashion label like myself or you're a small true designer like myself it's very very common for you to start with only three sizes because nobody knows about you nobody really knew about me before this year and so it wouldn't make sense for me to invest a ton of money into having more than three sizes when I'm already at a profit loss my first couple of years like my first I put up my sales data on TikTok in my first three years I think I made like three thousand dollars combined like my first three years so it's like I didn't going into this year, I didn't even, you know, I was holding on to the hope that it is going to work out for me. But in reality, I didn't know if it was going to go work out for me or if people were going to hate my designs. It is scary, but I can't continue to invest money when I know that the chances of profit loss are so significantly high. And when people get upset by that, I just want, I, I, I would like to tell them, just don't take it so personal. Like it's not personal. It's not a personal attack on you. I would have, I would offer more sizes if I could. I know that the average body type is not a size zero, double zero to six. I know that it's larger than that. And if I could serve more women than that, I absolutely would. And I want to, and I can't wait to, and I'm hoping I can be in the position to this next collection, but um, everyone starts somewhere and I'm doing the very best that I can. And even now I'm having to budget every single little dime. And I'm not afraid to tell anybody the realities of my business. Like I pay myself a $15,000 a year salary. That's what I'm allowing myself right now because I'm investing every single dime outside of my bills into my business so that I could grow my business. So if anybody has any true deep questions or wants to discuss with me about it, I'm super transparent and just the reality right now for me is I'm just still starting out and I know that I'm getting somewhere but don't take it personal because I would love to serve you yeah I think it's like kind of understandable why people kind of get mad about not being um not I'm not even gonna say inclusive because it's not true because it's not like a choice that you make like 
oh, I'm not going to be inclusive and I'm not going to do petite or XL. It's just like the truth, but I love that you are so open about it. And obviously in this episode, but you are so open as well on TikTok. I asked this question actually, because I saw like dozens of times people saying this or asking you on the comments and being so aggressive about it sometimes. But the thing is that opening up a business is actually very hard. Like there's this whole um, finance thing and then bureaucracy and it's just a lot. So I understand, like, obviously you simply cannot take more than you can actually do, you know? Right. So I 100%, like, I understand why people get mad about it because they want it to be included as well. But at the same time, like, it is what it is. Exactly. That's kind of where I'm at is it is what it is. It is really heartbreaking to me. Like, I, the first video that went viral for me that completely sold out everything on my website was part of the reason why that video went viral, because there was so many women that were angry in the comments, just commenting and commenting and commenting upset that I didn't offer their size. And it was a really difficult moment for me because I should have been so happy that everything on my website was selling out, but I was so sad. I spent the whole day just crying, just sad. And I didn't post on TikTok for days after just because I was truly heartbroken that I was getting so much backlash from women and no understanding. Like, obviously if I could afford it, I absolutely would. It's not, like I said, it's nothing personal whatsoever. And within the size range that I do have, um, not so much this collection because I haven't had time to have another photo shoot, but I'm having another photo shoot soon. But with my first collection from the beginning, every single one of my models was a different size. And I hosted parties to have women of different sizes come in and take photos in the swimwear. And I hope to continue to do that because I want to feature women of all different shapes, shades, and sizes. Lily's bikinis is not going to stop at small to size large. And I, I, a part of me, I I do want to be held accountable for my mistakes, but a part of me wishes that those women would take their anger and share it with big brands that are making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year and exclusively show size two models, you know, that that's where we should be upset because in reality, how is anybody supposed to know how a swimsuit fits them if there's nothing other than a size two model portraying it for them? You know what I mean? But it is what it is, like you said, and I believe in myself and those people that don't didn't believe I'm gonna prove them wrong and hopefully they give Louis bikinis a try someday and it makes them feel amazing hopefully yeah and like growth is it happens from time to time like it's not all at once so like right. I said now that you're on TikTok and TikTok it's so good with business like yours so you're growing there and then people are getting to know you and perhaps very soon you will have more sizes to offer to people absolutely that is 100 the goal and i want women to know that 
I don't want anybody to feel like excluded from my brand in any way, shape or form. And I want to feature women with mom tummies. I want to feature XXXL. I want to feature women with big curly hair. I want to feature women with tattoos. Everyone deserves to see themselves in, in the swimwear that they're about to invest a good chunk of money in. So that's 100% my goal. And I continue to work towards that. And I truly believe that I'll get there eventually. So besides everything that you already said, or even including everything, what makes your brand so unique? Um, I would say um, a lot of things. The unique prints is one of the big things for me. Um, all of my prints are unique designs and I work with independent female artists to come up with the designs for the fabrics. And so I'm not purchasing inexpensive fabrics. I'm, my fabric is very high quality. The typical fabric, and I'll be very transparent again, the typical fabric per yard is runs you about eight to $11 per yard swimwear fabric. And this is even including the great quality fabric that women that swimwear companies are saying is made from recycled water bottles i looked it up i've purchased some to check it out it's 11 dollars per yard um the fabric that i use is 32 dollars per yard so really great quality fabric really unique prints that you're not going to find anywhere else and every piece is handcrafted to fit the woman's body i don't buy my designs from somebody else i hand make them myself Self and I try them on women personally in size small, medium, and large. That other brands don't do that either. Other brands make a model in a size small, say that's good, and then they size it up on a piece of paper to size medium, size large, and extra large, whatever, and they immediately put it on into production without even trying it on a size medium, size large, or any other size except for the size small. Yeah, I love that you are so personal about every step of the way of making your bikinis. They're so personal because I 100% like I own bikinis that obviously no one ever tried them on like ever. Like I simply know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly right is that's something that I really want to change within the industry that has been happening for a really long time. And even the lady that I hand make my swimwear with right now she rebuttaled me on it many times and was like, but this isn't how you do it in the industry. This isn't how you do it in the industry. And I told her, I don't care what they're doing in the industry. This is how we're going to do it. I'm going to make a size medium. We're going to make a size large. And I'm going to have several girls come in with different body types and that, that wear size medium and size large, and they're going to try it on. And if there's minor alterations that I need to make to the, to the design to fit the majority of the body type within that size, I will make it, for example, say for the size medium, I make like the sides of the hips, three inches for the, I mean, for the size small and a size medium or a size large comes in, they probably want it to be extended to be about five inches. So they could get that little bit of tummy coverage at the lower belly. So I'm going to make that change for them, regardless of that, not being the industry standard, because it's technically changing the design of the swimsuit. I don't care about that. I care about what's going to fit the woman's body. That's what I care about. So I think that's really what's going to set Lily's bikinis apart in the long run. So thank you so much for coming to the podcast. I loved having you here. I think it was very enlightening to hear you say oh, everything about your brand and 
the process of making it because sometimes you just see a TikTok and it seems so simple and you just want more, but you have no idea what's happening behind the curtains. So I loved having you here to talk all about that. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. And, you know, this is like my second podcast, so I will hopefully get better at them, but I appreciate you giving me the time and inviting me to come and chat. It was a lot of fun. Okay, everyone. So I really, really hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I think that we had such a good conversation that we both of us see a lot on TikTok these days. And if you're on that side of TikTok as well, let me know because this is such a good conversation and it's actually such a relief. I love seeing those kind of TikToks that show you how photoshopped a picture was because I don't feel bad about my body whatsoever and I shouldn't in any time. So all socials from Lizbeth, as always, will be linked in the description as well as her website. She has amazing bikinis. Seriously, she has such unique patterns that is that are all inspired by multiple facets, I would say, of her personality, which is honestly so cool. And who knows, you might just think it has to do with you as well and might speak to you. So make sure to check out every single, every single social of hers. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you liked it. And I hope to see you back here for next week's episode. Bye, everyone.